Rav Tzimin Shin Hey Seif Yud Ches. Ein Yeroichvin Al Gabe Behemo One May Not Ride On Shabbos On An Animal. Vloy Nitlim Allah You Can't Hang From It. Rafilu Betzider Asul Eshtamish You Can't Even Utilize The Side Of The Animal. I Will Tzidet Stodin The Side Of The Side. What Does That Mean? Ganchet Dover Achem Munach Al Tzidah For Whom Eshtamish By. That you let's say you put something against the side of the animal, and then you lean on that item. So then it's mutter, it's permitted. Vim Allah Allah feel bemazed. If someone went on the back of an animal, bemazed on Shabbos, raid, it's permitted to come down. Mishum because it's tzar balachaim. We tamzem for this reason, parkin masimirelah for this reason of tzar balachaim. You can take a load off an animal on Shabbos, but kate said I said how do you take it off? Not in your regular way. Machnes roishay tachas hamasay umesalkel tzad achvil meifelav. Now go beneath, you know, they used to hang the stuff off the sides of the animal. So go beneath the basket, push with your head, you know, your shoulder, push it upward over the other side of the animal, let it fall down. Basically, with a shinoi. Hagadar Mos says, "V'asa leishiv al koroin." You know, sit on a wagon. Sheina Yehudi manhigay b'shabes from shemistamish b'hema. Let's say if a guy is pulling an animal and the back of the back of the animal is a wagon. You know, I'll send that wagon on Shabbos because you're utilizing the animal. Also, lest you cut a branch on Shabbos. So let's see the Mishnah. Why may one not ride an animal on Shabbos? So the Mishnah says, Lest you cut off a branch. From what's attached, in order to drive it, to get it to move the way you want it to. The chayal is that's that's the tail of cutting. To tell the kaitzer, which is the tail of kaitzer of cutting. All use of the animal, because I'll include it all in the issue of riding, and it's awesome. Even in a place where. You're not worried that you may cut a branch. Game by mid, but the lack is mighty. You're in the wilderness. You're in the desert. There's no trees. It's still awesome. Now, some people, they used to use animals for sliding ponds. They hold the child up against the side of the cow and the horse and let it slide down. Now, you're not cut a branch. Why not? It's awesome. Because, like Pluk, and Chazal said, and it's awesome. Chazal said, like Pluk, and no utilizing of animals on Shabbos. If something else is leaning on the side of the animal and you're using that item, you lean yourself along the side of that item. If, so now this is, think about it this way. So if you have a board or you have a piece of wood or something that's up against the animal, you can lean on it from the side of that that board, but you can't sit on top of it because that's called using the animal on that board or that thing. So therefore, what comes out? Let's say you have a wagon that's attached to the cow, to a horse. Let's say, All right? So you can't sit on the wagon, but you can lean on the wagon on shops. 
Someone on an animal on Shabbos, he's allowed to get down even if he went on a mazid. It's not like a tree. Someone climbs on a tree on Shabbos, the Kanas is included to stay up to the cliff to Shabbos. But an animal, you can come down from Tzar Balachayim. Tzar Balachayim, you can sit on an animal all Shabbos. So Chazal allowed you to come down. Even if that load which is sitting on the animal is muktzah, come back and we rotz the hakim tam tzabel chaim l'sak be daim. Give them the extra sakim so be daim. You can say one second. If it's tzabel chaim, why do we allow you to take off the stuff from the animal with your hands? Why do you have to? Do it? So basically, we're going to see there are some things that Chazal allowed because tzabel chaim. Certain rabbanons are permitted, and some not. And here, for instance, because you have the ability to remove the load with not doing it in a normal, usual fashion, so we say to do it in an abnormal fashion. Sivkan Samachal, you want to sit on a wagon that's pulled by an animal, it's pulled by a guy. It's also Sivkan Samachal, the Miso, Batsam, and Higa, Yesh, Blavach, Yesh, Tabish, Mechamah. If a Yid was pulling the horse, there's another issue, because it's an issue of pulling an animal, bleeding an animal, Chavis. Right? But that's separate. Right? Um, we're in our discussion here, we're saying even if it's a guy, you can't ride a wagon. Sivkan Samachal, Zayach, Mishtamish, Behemoth, Loinika, Sidek, Stodden, Shagol, Mukhubaris, Pitsidi, Abehemoth. Sitting on a wagon, that's not considered leaning on the side of, or a secondary usage, because that's sitting on the wagon is being pulled by the animal. Like we explained before. Even if, let's say, you have a wagon that's being pulled, and you have a board that's coming off the wagon to the side. So say, I'm not sitting on the wagon, I'm sitting on this other board that's sitting on the side, that's still also. Since it's attached to the wagon, it's all viewed as one cleat. Sivya test. An animal falls into a stream of water on Shabbos. So if the water is deep, therefore you can't feed the animal where it is. So maybe you bring blankets or pillows, you drop them you know, into the water. This way the horse can step on it, sort of you build up a levels, right? And the horse can step on it and get out of the water. Even though you're making your, we have a halacha that says that let's say you have a kli, have a utensil that has a use on Shabbos, has a use. It's mutter on Shabbos. You're not allowed to do something that would create that utensil to become useless. Like we saw to drip mees of water, you know, into into a bucket, right? That would make the mutter, you know. The, so, so to here, even though generally speaking, one shouldn't be allowed to throw his blankets into this water. He's being levatalit from its use as a blanket. But because of tzav al chaim, it's permitted. Now, Moshe says, "Din kevud behem v'shabes." Combing an animal on Shabbos is k'moi yomtiv, like we'll see in Tav Kuf Chav Gimel Seven Days. That you know, with certain combs, you can't comb the hair of an animal on Shabbos unless you pull the hair out. Sivkan samaches and hamayim amukim. If the water was deep that the horse walked into, the main amukim. If it's not deep, v'yochel l'farnas and more kaimish loy tamis you can feed it and won't die. Where it is in the water, we did not permit throwing the blankets in and making them lose their usage and just feed it where it is. But if it can't be fed, that's only allowed it to come out. Maybe not only blankets and pillows, but any other kalim that would help it come out of the water. Why do so? Why do we use the term pillows and blankets? As in it, as in it, as in it. To teach us a lesson, the after la yiru yim moshtamish from our days there, but you should lay him lay achus amayim after the shetalah behemah. That even though 
blankets. After the horse finishes, it's using the blankets, because now it came out. Those blankets are still going to be rendered useless for now, because they're soaking wet. Nevertheless, you could still use them. Because it's coming. They give the problem to That's the And it pushes off this Because not to render useless on Chavez. You put it beneath the animal. help the animal up. With your own hands, the cobal echaim he muksim, because animals are muksim. Vavagavdik and sabal echaim also, the inlon al damis gzeris chasom zelze. So even here you can say, what do you mean? Sabal echaim. Muks is only drabonon. So why don't we allow muksim? We allowed him vatim klima echonoi. She says, no, you can't be madam mongzer to another gzer. Only the place where we know Chazal said, you could be matche, you could push off their din. Can you push off the head for Tzar Balachayim? Otherwise, you don't walk around being matter only suited Rabbanon in the name of Tzar Balachayim. Vayim bel Yerabah she'evi di'esh paiskim she'mekim af alois v'yadayim. There are some mekim that say that im yevsher aydei karmik says that if one can't use pillows and blankets, they allow helping the animal out with the hands. Vayidei ni hudu kula amut laloisa. Some say dafka with a guy. You could you ask a guy. And it's preferable to ask a guy, he says, than to than to um, than to ruin the, the, these pillows and blankets and rattlekumechanis. Yeah, yeah. So what comes out must come. If you have a guy available, that's best. If not, you should throw on pillows and blankets. And if not, there are those who are makel to allow you to do it with your own hands. Well, there are those who ask for that. Sivchav muta loy meleni yehudi. It's permitted to tell a gentile. To milk your animal on Shabbos, because it's going to be in pain if you don't. We don't allow it to, you know, let loose that which is, is getting bottled up inside it. The milk fills out. The other is it, it's in pain. But the milk will be forbidden to use on Shabbos. When you go get the milk from the guy. Some say you have to pay him a little bit. You don't pay him full price, pay him something. So it shouldn't look like the guy was doing it for you. It looks like he's doing it for himself, but the business of whatever, he's going to charge you for it after Shabbos. So too, one can ask a guy to, to stuff geese. They used to stuff geese with tons of food to fatten them up. So if the geese came to the point where it's so used to being fed, force fed, that if no one eats on its own, there's a lot of force feed on Shabbos. But then it can only force feed it once a day. So the additional stuffings that you like to do during the course of a day, so you can fat it up, that can't happen on Shabbos. It's just that one feeding. If one has no choice, there's no way around could feed it himself. Even though later on, we'll see in Shin Chavdal, one generally can stuff geese on Shabbos. If they can't eat on their own, then it's forbidden. If they could eat still on their own, you know how to stuff them on Shabbos. But lastly, they caught in mess. If you have a child, to help stuff the geese, they train these kids young, right? Then you, let, you should use a cotton. Anyone who's milks a cow, or any animal into a kli on Shabbos, Shows that he wants the milk. Chayiv, that's his deraisa. But if he does it into a food directly, so it means that he's not 
getting the milk as a separate unit as davar chashuv, it's part of aval aser, meaning does not chayiv for it, but it's not allowed to do so. The chalav aser afil chayiv teichaychul. The milk is prohibited even if he does it in straight into a food. Even the behema and ruil achila have a milk since the behema is not ruil achila. The behema is not fit to be eaten. The milk is not fit to be eaten before it's nursed. It's whatever you want to call it, it's milk, and therefore that's mukta. Which we'll see later in Shinchaf, all the halachas, right? That any 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 fruit that 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 you need to squeeze out, do schita to get the juice out of it. When that juice that comes out on Shabbos is aser. So to here, this is aser. Some say you have to purchase the milk from the guy after Shabbos. Because they hold that there's no head to be'etzim to allow him. To milk for you on Shabbos, unless we have a way of saying that the guy is doing it for himself. And then the gig will buy from the guy even for a small amount. True says the minigal maison, he says, you don't have to make a macha. It's like the first shita, is you're allowed to allow a guy to do it. Even even if that guy is a worker of yours, the guy can do it. But he says it's best if the guy does it straight into food, because then it's only a job. But like we said before, it's about the sir. And the guy is doing it, so it's a shvus to shvus. Best to do it in Ivan of shvus to shvus. Today I believe they do it in Ivan that the milk basically goes into the dirt and it goes to waste. Meaning that then it's not, you don't get it, and then it's only a job also. Sivchav. Okay, we will stop over here.